listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Visions of Martin Luther staring at me. Malcolm X put a hex on my future. Somebody catch me. I'm falling victim to a revolutionary song. The Serengeti's clone. Back to you backstabbers back on your spinal bone. You slipped your disc when I slipped my disc. You wanted to diss but jumped on my dick grown men never should bite their tongue unless they eating pussy that smell like it's a stale plum i got my finger on the motherfucking pistol aiming at a pig charlotte webb is gonna miss you my issue isn't televised you ain't gotta tell the wise how to stay on beat because i like an instrumental this is physical and mental i won't sugarcoat it you die from diabetes if i ever if these other niggas wrote it and everything on tv is just a figment of imagination i don't need no plastic nation dread that like a haitian hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house on a uh wednesday end of the week wednesday yes sir yep although not really i mean premium people we got balls deep tomorrow um actually doing it in the afternoon so it'll be me and justin at 3 30 and hopefully karen can come in and join us mm-hmm. uh and then uh we also had to move the nerd off to the afternoon on friday so that's at like 3 30 so uh but i think karen you'll be getting your hair done so you won't be able to i don't think you're gonna be able to come no i, I didn't think get it so. done this week but uh it's every other week and i'm still confused yeah but it's all good so i'll be still working um the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme uh and um let's just get right into it guys all kinds of stuff is happening um i guess the number one thing to that i would like to mention is uh serena williams is pregnant Mm y'all she she announced uh officially that uh she is um with child Mm -hmm. her and her um her her man you know i didn't see the boss of headline but i'm assuming it was uh serena toting a gut full of social sight ceo swirly sweet uh seed something like that (laughs) you know yeah, some uh chopped her wimbledon cakes down smithereens blah, blah blah you know you guys know um but uh you know i did see the 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 picture of her uh, i saw a picture of her the other day with him lifting her up on the beach and stuff uh so they look happy man and congratulations mm-hmm. he I, won the lottery i am so um i'm happy for her like i'm happy for them both but i'm really happy um for her when black women are happy it literally makes me very happy and even after she has her baby i mean even if she come back she'll still probably rank number one immediately without playing the game mm-hmm. you know she might beat him while pregnant i don't know uh, she she won she, i think she won something while pregnant i don't think she knew she was pregnant at the time but she playing for two now right she's whooping other people's asses baby gonna come out whooping white women ass it's gonna be a it's gonna be a lot y'all but i actually can't wait um you know what uh someone was saying i should do this weekly and i have accumulated some i'm gonna just go down my whole uh random thoughts and okay then we'll, then we'll start the the stories uh random like i said these are random these are just things i thought of through the week not all of them make sense not all of them even funny not all of them uh. even jokes uh i don't think kendrick lamar can grow a beard that connects nothing here <laughs> nothing here nor there it's just i've a theory i've been working on for years and uh finally i'm at the point where i feel like he would have grown a beard if he could and uh it, it, he just it, i don't think he can do it maybe he'll prove me wrong i don't know going to beard is a hard thing to do for some men like some yeah. men it's easy and then some men it's not a 
it's a hard thing to do and for the fact that you know different men like black women a lot of men federalize your your texture your hair is similar to the texture of black women hair and because a lot of dudes you know they don't really comb their hair you know a lot of them just you know bald shave twist locks and shit like that so you know it's a little bit of maintenance that goes into it besides just letting it grow and it's i'm talking about just letting it grow yeah i don't think he can grow it to even oh, do all that okay. stuff you're talking about okay like it don't matter if he gonna if it, he gonna press it or put ah, a hot ah. comb through it or none of that shit if you can't grow it That's i just right. don't think he can grow a beard that connects and it's nothing you know it's no offense a lot of people have follically challenged in that way and i you know i think those people are adorable so there's nothing wrong with that guys. <laughs> you guys and older light-skinned women had the same problem growing oh. beards that just don't connect uh <laughs> i'm thinking about making a feminist porn movie um i'm going at least writing the script for it um and it's a like an interview porn y'all ever you seen those the mm-hmm. the ones where they show up and they're like uh oh i want to i'm just here to get the job and the guy's always like creepy and you know oh well, did you hear about the job on the internet no i saw it on craigslist and you know all that shit mm-hmm. um i want to make that same porno scene but uh they never have sex and at the end she just gets the job because she's a qualified candidate <laughs> and she knows all the answers it's just gonna be a job interview essentially but it's, it's porn for women like he respects her he doesn't ask her questions about her titties Mm-mm. you know you don't realize until the end that they just like there's never a point where his dick comes out of mm-hmm. any creepy questions i ask it's just like oh okay so uh where where else have you worked she's like oh you know i used to work accounting uh for this uh this firm you know they uh out of the we were located on the east side on the uh, town and uh you know i learned a lot you know and he's like oh okay cool and then and you keep putting it you know you got your dick in hand all the time like oh now he's gonna ask about them titties and he it just never happened right he's like i do want to ask you about those forms that you filled out earlier and they're like what <laughs> oh oh <laughs> damn how old were you the first time balancing a balance sheet oh what did y'all think we were gonna ask and it just ends and then the dude looks in the camera he's like women are people too and then it cuts off oh <laughs> uh, i took uh <laughs> i went to the optometrist last week guys uh, i don't know if i talked about this um pregame but anyway i went to the optometrist last week uh because my glasses prescription i had bought some new glasses right before we went to uh RevoltCon, and they told me like oh it might take a while for your eyes to adjust they didn't say exactly how long a while is for the record just a while right i don't know what a while is i'm assuming a couple i don't know they just told me my eyes would adjust it's a different formula whatever anyway uh long story short them glasses were fucked up it just uh i like they were good enough for me to see out of but uh and i'm wearing my old glasses right now from last year because i love those frames though but um uh, my new frames but the thing was i couldn't read small print from far away and that might seem like not that big a deal but it was a big deal to me mm-hmm. um and yeah. it was almost worse than not being able to see it at all because it was like uh the thing that made me break down to take them uh like go back to get my eyes tested again i was playing mass effect and i put on the closed caption because i love putting on the closed caption when i play uh video games man i couldn't read that shit for nothing ah uh, uh, yeah yeah because it is tiny it ain't big at all and i remember um well it's not just tiny it's tiny and it's like opaque you know it's like 
there's no black behind it it's just like the words are almost see-through um okay anyway uh i put on my old glasses i could read so i was like clearly just okay it was my eyes didn't adjust these, these fucking glasses are terrible um and i do remember when i went to get my eyes tested that time the woman was being like super weird like lean forward this way don't put your head on this lean back how are you gonna wear the glasses on your face are you gonna wear them down like this are you i'm like um aren't, aren't i supposed to just put my head all the way as close as i can to this thing and, you just, and then you go this one this let me one. know one i know or two right eye left eye right two or three mm-hmm. two or three so and you know <laughs> in, the, in the past that has always worked out just perfectly fine for it's me fine. guys i don't know what she called herself doing you know um so i went in to get it re-looked at and uh i called in and told them what the problem was um and over the phone the lady's like well uh we can make an appointment for you and i said cool and she makes the appointment and with a doctor the optometrist a dentist you normally get a courtesy call the day before your appointment yes you do i ain't get a motherfucking thing courtesy call email something right so i was thinking oh, i can't remember which day it's on i know it's on either thursday or friday me and justin were doing balls deep so i couldn't make it one day mm-hmm. i was like well she didn't call the day before so clearly it must be on friday i go up there or thursday or whatever i go up there on that day yeah uh your appointment was yesterday i said well y'all didn't call yeah we called i said no my phone's right here nobody called well we don't have any more appointments i was like okay well i mean it's not a fucking emergency because i already have glasses that work but i am going to get this motherfucking test now i don't know if she thought i like she was anticipating me have an attitude like i think that's what happens sometimes because i mean to a certain extent people in the service industry do get a bum rap because people walk in the door with the attitude many times and they be in the wrong and even when they're right now actually i'm talking about just when you're right actually. okay sometimes you can be right and you don't need to have a fucking attitude about it correct you know where it's just like this is fucked up people make mistakes mm-hmm. they didn't sabotage you Mm-mm. they're not trying to get you they mm-hmm. just play us fuck up you fuck up at your job you didn't it's not a conspiracy <laughs> you know so um that's how i was thinking like i think she fucked up my eyes i remember how weird the woman was being when she tested my eyes and being like i've never had an eye test like this i remember her being shocked at the results like oh this is different i'm like well what's so fucking different about it you know um she's like oh we never seen stigmatism go down like this before i'm like i don't maybe i don't maybe it's for me leaning my fucking head left and right Right. because you told me to um (laughs) so i get in there and like i said she's like yeah we can't even um do an appointment today i said cool when do y'all have and then she's looking and like it's so weird right because at this point i could sense because i'm telling y'all when i say i'm being polite and patient i am like this isn't me i had an attitude and then i'm coming back later and being like i didn't really have an attitude she may have anticipated you getting an attitude or something i don't know okay because then she copped an attitude because i was like uh well it wasn't a pure it was a passive aggressive white lady attitude okay now y'all that are familiar with the whites y'all know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. like it wasn't a full-blown like get out or yeah oh but it was very much like everything was a to-do like i was like okay well i'll just take an appointment for later well we don't have any appointments anytime soon okay uh, well, like, me- i will take an appointment for later right and so then she's like flipping through and then she, she starts flipping through it. like page by page like oh, it's gonna be in on the fourteen. Ooh, oh, just like, it can't be that week. Right. I mean, it's all, but I'm like, 
just flip to the page where the fucking dates are open right that's when i will come she didn't want to do it so then i let her know like hey i already have glasses i'm wearing my old glasses right now i showed her my new glasses and stuff i said these are the glasses i want to get the lenses Uh, i I like these frames i just want to get new lenses that are close to my prescription and i think she thought i was gonna be like y'all fucked up my eye uh prescription last time i want my money back da 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 listen we have i we have vision insurance it's ten dollars for that fucking appointment you get a new one every year i got the 10 okay right last time was uh we went to um revolt con so that was a that was last year it starts over at the first of the month uh, first of the year i know my i know my insurance okay i'll pay the ten dollars to have a new prescription then i'll go pay for some lenses and have them put into my glasses thank you um but then she's like uh well i mean i don't know how that could happen i mean it's not i mean you get you got it here i said i've been coming here for years i don't know what i do know is i need a prescription a a new uh new appointment so then she's like okay this is the day this is gonna be your appointment i said okay cool um here's my number i want to give you my number again let's make sure that we got it right right um and she's like okay we'll call you so time goes by i get the call a couple weeks later or whatever uh, it wasn't even that long um and then she was like okay um your appointment's the next day come in um and she first of all i get there and i'm like one of the last appointments of the day like they close at five or something i'm at three thirty, so i come in i'm on time you know the one time i forgot to bring something to read so i'm just there looking at my phone and shit and right. uh she's like all right yeah you got your appointment what's your appointment for because we 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 already did your um your vision exam just like a few months ago and i'm like so i had to explain the whole thing like you don't remember me i came in i was da 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 she's like oh yeah okay all right um i mean i don't know that just sounds strange i don't know what would happen i was like i don't care all i know is my glasses don't work like we are here we are at an impasse right my glasses don't work now i can either come back here where i've been giving y'all my money i can go go find some new place i'd rather not do that i don't mind you guys until today like until this recent interaction where you seem to be way too concerned about who's gonna get the blame uh we were going really great right. we were doing and really great and i didn't come in pointing fingers i didn't get nasty i didn't go off right so while she's doing this shit the um the woman who does the preliminary eye part of the eye exam comes out now because if you guys have ever had your eyes checked there's two parts there's a uh, blow a puff of air in your eye look at this balloon look at this green <laughs> dot uh they had a new test to test my peripheral vision where i look at a screen and then like gray dots pop up all over the place okay. and you just hit the box it's, it was a stupid one you hit enter i don't even know what that one was for that was really dumb because uh, then it relies on you to be honest and you're looking at a computer screen you can just look you don't have to do the vision test the right way plus i have great peripheral vision i can see this shit right here uh from playing basketball and shit anyway um so we um go to uh you know so 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 okay so i'm in there doing the preliminary shit because the woman the other one was like i don't got time to waste with you going back and forth with this man i know that i have another appointment at 340 or whatever like i don't have and, time and she probably do that and trying to find she probably do that shit all the time that was like she was like come on let's move on we, right we ain't got time to be tired of well she she fucking does this with everybody so then i'm in the room and then i hear the lady who's the administrative assistant or whatever the desk person and she's like sir do you have insurance i said it's the same insurance that i had last time i came up here 
well i don't see anything on insurance i said well i have it's clearly in your system because you've run the insurance the insurance for four or five years like this isn't a coincidence it ain't changed i know you know my fucking insurance dog like so she's like uh well and then keep in mind i'm getting my eyes looked at y'all so i'm in here in this fucking dark room like and I'm, look at the green dot look at the green Not dot sir do you have your insurance sir i don't know what what's your social security i said um all right so this takes about four or five minutes for her to look in my eyes in the little room i come out i'm like she's like what's your, your, your is your uh is your insurance already in here i said it's in here she's like uh is it through your wife i said yes now keep in mind she was just saying i ain't have insurance so i'm like all right yeah it's, it's it's in there clearly you know it once you said it was through my wife she's like it's through your wife yeah i'll last for her social blah 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 yes and what company does she work for and I, before i can tell her oh is it so-and-so yes nigga is it now so she's like well i don't know if we got the benefits i don't know what your what your things are i'm like okay well sounds like you need to call right that's your your job right yeah i was like clearly like because i'm like i'm not gonna take this exam if y'all are gonna charge me um for a a, eye exam that my my insurance won't pay for um so then she's like okay well i'm gonna call him and that's when i called you and was like Mm -hmm. karen can you go online because see while she's doing this the other woman's doing the fucking exam right so now i'm like are y'all charging me about to charge me for this exam before you run my fucking insurance and then be like well we checked your insurance and it doesn't actually cover it until i don't know october when you got your last test Mm -hmm. so we're gonna actually have to charge you for this right Right. and so while i'm sitting there in the because down the other one was like can you just come sit in this in this room and do this other thing and i'm talking to you on the phone in this room now uh and this other one was running my fucking insurance and talking out loud and talking on the phone and shit and talking into the room that i'm not in with her anymore and um the the woman who's uh on the phone you know while i'm with you that's when i was like can you check and i'll call me back and let me know she's like she just blurts out well sir it's gonna be 108 dollars if your insurance doesn't cover it and at that point that's when i actually did get mad but it's funny because the way that i got mad was the opposite it wasn't productive mad y'all it was the opposite of productive mad like it went like she was like sir if you, if your insurance doesn't cover it's 108 dollars i was like well i got it then fine fuck it like just right. like do the eye exam like at this point we are hemming and hawing about nothing at this point you are still on the phone you haven't found out i don't have insurance right i've never walked out of this bitch without insurance what would be the fucking cause today that i would decide i'm gonna steal the eye exam get the fuck out of here so um she's like okay uh sir everything's okay and it was like the second after she said how much it was oh they, they okay i see it right here my bad okay everything's fine it's just ten dollars my bad and i'm just like yeah, that's fine i just want to get see this is the thing guys I, I know y'all probably like this nigga got the patience of joke i am just a person that expects as much shit to go wrong as possible that's all you know what i mean i walk in the door of a place and i know it's not it's probably not the most optimistic or healthiest attitude to have but many times when i walk in somewhere i'm like this will not go how it's supposed to go and when it does i'm always like "Mm, pleasantly surprised what a great day 99 percent of the time things do go how they're supposed to go oh every time my car gets swiped i go it's gonna get declined i have the money but i still be like eh, it's gonna get the con like that's my attitude about shit um and i'm like you know like nobody's fault i'll just take my 
you can keep my groceries i'll just go to the car and make a phone call to the bank and see what the fuck happened like that's the kind of person i am right so i'm in there like i don't know what's gonna happen i guess the fucking the power's gonna go out in the middle of this i don't know um so she's like um well okay sir it's fine and that's when i told you like don't worry about it then they they found it um and so then the uh the actual optometrist doctor person comes in and it's a dude uh last time it was this woman i don't know if she wasn't there my appointment was with her but anyway the dude comes in and he's like and he and he's seen me before i think it's a shared practice so he's like oh hey how you doing mr morrow da, 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 and all that small talk and what happened with your eyes and stuff and i'm telling him and he's like well i do see last year your, your stigmatism went down 0.5 and that's like a, a, a like that's just unheard of and you know when we see that kind of change you know it does make us get a little suspicious and stuff so they run the eye exam thing um and i i have never been more careful about an eye exam in my motherfucking life y'all i was sitting up there like if i couldn't see the blur i was like run that shit back like every time it's like one or two and i'm like they look about the same go back one or two <laughs> hold up do one again one or two they always take that long pause <laughs> they always take that long pause that's when whenever you really confuse they be like oh, one or two and i'm like <laughs> two then it's like, two or three do it again two or three ah that's close we're gonna have to go to overtime two or three you know and i did that shit for every last one of the motherfuckers because i was like today you working like i don't know what you had planned but now you have thrown off my plans me and karen had planned to go to the movies right and i was like if my appointment's at 340 it's right up the street i should be able to get in and out in 20 minutes like i always do mm-hmm. we'll go to the movies at 445 we'll have sodas and popcorn and candies and watch right. going to dinner right watch a multi-cultural uh, ethnic cast blow up cars with each other that's yes. what we were planning on doing and instead it, it, i didn't get out of that bitch till 5 10 y'all I didn't get out i went in there at 3 30 i didn't get out for an hour and a half hour and 40 minutes um so then you know i but i this time if i couldn't tell the difference i was 100 percent honest like can't tell the difference like you trying to trick me well what's what is this shit doc run it back <laughs> you on sweat like he was i was making him work um and so he was he did run it he was like you know this is much closer to your last two eye exams not counting the one that was off last time so i think we just had uh you know maybe just bad readings that day or something i think his whole thing was i don't want to blame the doctor that was that did the original one yeah and i told him like hey she had me holding my head a different way than i normally do right which about affect your vision yeah he was like yeah that you know you're supposed to do this then he was like have you been rubbing your eyes you know rubbing your eyes can change i was like nigga if you don't get the fuck rubbing my eyes i mean this is not to say it can't but nigga have i been rubbing my eyes consistently for six just oh oh all up in my eyes eyes like to be red yeah man come on dog it's something with the glasses i don't you know like just she fucked up and it's all good you know i'm not mad i'm got ten dollars i have the ten dollars y'all is what i'm saying um and so he's like all right well here's your new prescription and while he was waiting and looking at some tests and shit he started talking to me about podcast uh he asked me what i do for a living Mm -hmm. and i told him i do i'm a podcaster and he's like for real oh that's interesting what's it about and i explained it to him and stuff and uh he he listens to podcasts but you know he listens to the 
the white ones and shit yeah, you this know. american life yeah. yeah 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 he listened to all that shit uh, he probably listened to bernie sanders whack-ass podcast or something um but he was just naming different pod, like different things and we talked about uh some nba podcast uh, nba people getting podcasts because he was asking like well what are some of the challenges and you know what's changed what have you seen change and you know and how you have to make a living off of that and all that stuff that people ask me mm-hmm. um and you know we as as my go-to thing with white dudes and they start asking about our black ass podcast is i just change the subject to sports podcast and then i change it to how dumb Kyrie Irving is that's mm-hmm. and it works because we can all agree Smart. the earth is fucking round and that nigga is stupid uh so we i love doing that so um afterwards um we uh you know i go back out the woman's completely chill now uh you know like here's a 10 i think now at this point she's like oh god he didn't say we injured his vision or some shit she's like ah! oh god thank- he just wants he just wanted a new eye exam i'm like all right yeah. thanks right. and she was like uh all right well you have a good one or whatever and i go to the to the um glasses place which is attached to the optometrist place and you know i buy some new glasses um uh, from the same woman i got my last ones from but i just got the lenses this time uh which always more expensive than i think they're gonna be always but they normally had those fake discounts like if you want two pair of glasses who the fuck is two about one get one half off yeah shit, right for glasses that don't even make sense really Mm-mm. um anyway she uh so she she walked me through and i got my glasses and shit but you know it's just an interesting weird trip like like it just i was wondering what was taking you so long i just text you like we won't be going to the movie so you know like i mean if you got the money to get the two pair by all means do right you know but normally a pair break or something you always have a pair of glasses yeah and see the thing i decided so this is why i decided again instead of trying to get two pairs of glasses um i decided to start going all in on my lenses because before i would just get like the, the the like minimum lenses like just give me the minimum i don't want to spend fucking a whole bunch of shit and then my lenses get all scratched up and mm-hmm. all that so now i'm like you know what get transition them bitches right. double triple coat that motherfucker wax it <laughs> right. make them it. bulletproof whatever you got to do flip it rub it down oh no i don't blame you sight is important you know yeah, i ha- i got 2020 vision in there and my eye don't, and i don't like poking in my eyes so my sight uh goes away honey my bitch is gonna be the one gonna press the button they're gonna fold up again the box fuck that yeah you know yeah like i i was just like yes just hook it up because i don't want to ever have to think about this shit again right and normally i want my glasses lasting two years i don't break glasses i don't i never i never i don't lose glasses i'm not one of those people um so yeah i was just like yeah give me some expensive lenses Mm -hmm. and i already got the frame and they hooked it up you know so we'll see when they get here in a week or so i did miss that brother that because it's the same way with that while i was at the optometrist and that brother came out the back jamming that was fun i remember you telling me about that he was partying he was partying like a motherfucker uh but yeah that was my trip to the optometrist in case y'all wanted to know but that was such a weird i don't know yeah y'all probably have experiences like that too where it's just like why are you getting the attitude all right on to more random thoughts i bet bernie don't even call uh don't even take killer mike calls no more Mm-mm. that's all uh whoever designed the protocol droids motor functions really did them wrong in the star wars universe <laughs> like they got all that technology y'all space flight and fucking they can go through like portals to uh, hit, hit light speed and and arrive at places instantaneously and yet they got c3po still out there walking like the tin man 
why is that ha <laughs> ha you don't want to upgrade yeah i don't know maybe maybe they realize that if you make these protocol droids too 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 efficient they'll just uh kill all humans like all robots should mm-hmm. i don't know um what kind of doctor is ben carson not a good you give up a co-opt uncle tomatrice oh bow y'all spread that out oh lord what the hell is yep. wrong with you mm-hmm. randolph's daughter taught me that one <laughs> uh mother of all bombs is a nickname that is begging for a little dick tyrant to use it that's they should have named it that like they should have named it something else like i don't know they should have they should have named it something he'd never want like the just mother you know they don't respect they don't respect women they should have named it <laughs> they should have named feminist equality uh <laughs> engagement device they would be like nope 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 don't want nope don't need that uh planned parenthood right as soon as they named it the mother of all bombs i feel like donald trump only ran to do that he's like oh yes people I think i have a big penis correct uh plus when obama was president which don't we all miss that remember that mm-hmm. i remember when he was president the mother of all bombs that's what we used to call the nick cannon stand-up specials oh yeah mm-hmm. i miss him obama not not nick cannon yeah i miss obama too mm-hmm. uh for the way that it's used in arguments the term neoliberal might as well mean big poopy meaning head <laughs> what does leo liberal mean anyway i don't know and i'm not i'm not bothering to look it up and oh, nobody okay. better write us in with the definition i don't give a fuck no, I, really I know how that. it's used context clues big poopy meaning head just inserted in anything the neoliberal politics oh you mean the big poopy meaning head politics of hillary clinton well you a neoliberal oh i feel insulted like and i knew this was I happening i knew it was a problem because i'm not like i know politics but i'm not in the political argument circle right by which i mean when i see y'all when i see people arguing on twitter and shit getting into the nuances of well then this bill happened in that referendum i'll be like eh, it's too too much above my pay grade not my lane i don't care i care about bigger broader stroke things i don't know the minutia i don't know when people start being like what that's because of greenwald and i'm like i don't know who that is Mm -mm. like i'm that person you know like they've been having this thing about this alex jones dude and in the political circle that i see on social media like that's a big thing like alex jones alex jones and i'm like i don't think i've i don't think i know alex jones like that no, i'm just not familiar with him he sounds like a terrible person i mean i think the only time we played him on this show is when he was mad about the starbucks cups think he was that dude ah uh, now i it only took one clip for me but i was like i'm assuming this man is batshit and says more stuff than this right but we just don't know we don't follow him like that right right. so but i do know in those circles neoliberal is an insult on from left people to to other left people and they and but but it might as well mean big poopy meanie head <laughs> it just doesn't it means nothing it right. means nothing it's just a thing you throw at people you know like someone called me that and i laughed because i was like what does that mean like i don't what, what the fuck did i say like i'll just like it was just like oh yeah you know bernie v tripping i don't appreciate this thing it's like well you neoliberal with your politics i was like 
okay i don't know i mean if you say so i'm not insulted i don't right. know if you meant to insult me i feel that i should be insulted if, if that means anything to you right but i'm not sorry, oh. sorry to disappoint yeah and then it's weird because whenever i do disagree with somebody on social media if they know who i am they always especially if it's a dude especially if it's a black dude they always be like you gonna talk about me on your podcast and i'm like probably not right it's a lot of shit we don't talk about it's it's a lot of shit that happens on social media and interaction y'all we don't bring to the masses well you know more importantly i've never thought about that with anyone else the reason why they say that because that's what the fuck they would do a lot of times people respond like that that's how they would handle it if they had this platform i mean i guess if you do something ridiculous enough i will definitely you know if you try to make my life fucked up you know i'll you know i'm sure that i'll i'll be like because there's i mean it's my life that that i'm talking about it could only be me karen's talking about her life if something's annoying enough i guess it'll come up but people really be like like it'll be like they status on be like i hate peanut butter uh and jelly sandwiches and i'll be like peanut butter and jelly is delicious and they'll be like that shit is terrible and fuck you and then i'll be like uh well fuck you man that shit's delicious i'm eating one right now and they'll be like you gonna talk about me on podcast huh <laughs> you got beef nigga i'm like no it's not what is happening no beef no beef this is a very mild annoyance this is not even registering on the, on the blip there's so many things you know what i mean fucking articles i never get to on this show there's so many things i'd rather talk about than that shit there's nothing funny about the argument me and you just had right. buddy. a lot of times it's not that interesting dog right you know how many people disagree with me on a daily basis a lot I find on social media a lot just turn this into the gripe cast it just be an hour of me <laughs> and then and then this nigga said karen like nobody wants to hear that for two <laughs> hours a day and this motherfucker right now see he just retweeted now see that was passive aggressive I'm like i don't i don't know <laughs> it just sounds like a ramblings of a crazy person you know like thank you for listening i guess i guess that's what you know that's what i should start saying when people say you gonna talk about me on the podcast i'll be like thank you for listening yeah that's how you respond because like i said and i don't and i and this is probably a uh uh falls into your the patriarchy um people don't ask me that you don't be on social media as much as me and that's the difference that's true too now because as if you were it would be worse for you than it is for me that's yeah that, that's patriarchy that, that's true too now and just like yeah. reggie don't be on social media so if something gonna happen with what's the t Nick, nick's gonna see it yes she is so it's not it's not about you uh being a woman or not in my opinion it, it, if you were as vocal as me and a woman they would probably be saying way worse shit to you than they say to me that's true that's true and y'all wouldn't want that y'all wouldn't want that at all because roger is, is very very extremely extremely patient and i'm patient too but not as patient as he is when it comes to some things and it wouldn't be pretty well you just don't be on social media like that i think you also don't really go off about anything that often Mm-mm. um you know i I mean yeah i just think yeah you would still handle it very well i think in general you do uh if anything you handle stuff a lot better than me sometimes or you'll just come talk to me about it but you won't say anything online about it that's true now, um, now, now, now. so it's just totally different i'm the kind of person that if you say some shit to me in public you getting it back in public i'm not i don't believe in this hiding behind like you say some shit about me and then i go 
somewhere and pretend that you didn't do that i'm not the bigger person when it comes to that shit um and it's not always about dissing people just transparency and honesty i'm gonna tell people what the fuck happened uh because that for for just the record keeping sake like i don't want to be out here faking it for people if you say something that hurts my feelings i'm gonna probably say something about what you did on the show uh if you've done that shit in public but if it's just some nigga arguing with me on facebook i don't really be caring that much right and also i think too because the way my mind ticks and the way put it like this words mean things to me so when i read things i actually comprehend them in a certain way sometimes and might not even be the way that they're meant so sometimes i will filter things through you and i'll be like is that crazy i'll be like you know i'll just flat ask you something wrong because i like i don't want to be over the top and respond mm. and they didn't really mean it like that well you jump to conclusions a lot yeah like the the person that messaged you today or you were looking through your un um unseen messages on facebook and somebody i i didn't even get to read the whole thing but you're like you know this person because they talking crazy i was i like read like three or four lines i was like one that person's not talking crazy i don't even know where you got that from they were they were trying to compliment you in one of the nicest sweetest ways i've seen somebody be complimented and karen was already ready to cuss their ass out and then two i was like i just searched on facebook I was like that person's my friend i guess they're not your friend but that you know she was writing in a compliment about you speaking your mind and all this stuff so it's probably better that you didn't respond right away right that's why i filter things out yeah but like i said i don't think you would be some type of menace on social media people Mm -hmm. start messing with you like that you just not you don't seem to be that kind of person Mm -hmm. um by all accounts so yeah and i know like this you're the type of person that you're more apt to engage and be like let's talk about this Mm -hmm. or i want to get your perspective i know sometimes you're not yeah i asked a a dude posted something today and i went in this thread and just asked him like is this what you mean or is this what you mean and i really was asking questions and by the end it was you gonna talk about me on a podcast i was like i was really asking questions to see i don't know the answers to the questions i'm asking this i'm literally just trying to see what your logic is so i can follow it and understand but uh i i forget at times that for social media a lot of people it's a debate it's an argument it's presenting a point not budging from it not trying to hear any other point of view not trying to examine it or think about it the whole point of their talking is to defend what they said already so in those cases you know i forget that that's a lot of people's existence so when that happens i i'm i'm at hey turn off notifications leave this person alone like i don't you know i i my bad for even intruding because i forget that my the people that i'm close to and my friends i can engage them like that and they don't see it as an attack right but you just never know and then i think people get these the shit in their head where if they you know they listen to the show and they they see me a certain way Mm -hmm. or they they anticipate me being a certain way when i'm very much a live and let live type person like if i see you say some crazy shit on your social media page i'm more apt to be like well we're not friends so you can be gone out of my face i don't need to talk to you i don't need to be a friend but that's your stupid ass opinion then you're entitled to your stupid ass opinion you know like right i'm not gonna spend all day going back and forth with you right <clears throat> now, now that's true and also i think I'm not even gonna lie. I think sometimes I'm oversensitive when it comes to social media for a lot of things, um, which can be good and bad. 
um but i'm more apt to read and go okay you crazy like i'm i I, i'm i'm less apt to give you the benefit of the doubt that you're saying for a lot of people Mm. i don't know if that's good or bad but that's just how i function i don't know i think you're just not on social media that much to be honest so you don't if you were on that more you see what i'm talking about i think i think the more you're on there the more you're like the more you're like you can just differentiate between the people that come at you with ill intentions right and the people that come at you with some sense of uh genuineness it's not 100 percent. i mean sometimes one looks like the other and shit but in general in general you know i don't treat everything as an attack but i do have a short leash for a certain shit where i'm like okay this person wants to fight there's a loaded question things of that nature yeah yeah and the thing is i don't i don't automatically jump to 10 on on everybody but you know it's just one of those things but i i kind of look at your words and your tone and things like that and yeah it's one of those things where like you say if i was on more often i would be able to to uh decipher a little bit better uh but i think uh overall you handle it really really well i'm more apt to block mute delete and keep it pushing right um don Cheadle deserves an oscar for his performance in the dna video if you haven't seen it you guys should all go find it okay kendrick lamar dna the video gotta be everywhere by now uh don Cheadle's in it he deserves an oscar also he played kung fu kenny in the rush hour films so it goes full circle um and lastly you were talking about social media and all these arguments and how hard it is and stuff and uh i'm telling you at some point i'm gonna have to delete my social media accounts uh because i want to start my own social media site uh it's an erotic site it's gonna be called face it and uh i'm assuming it's gonna blow up okay so i'm looking for investors you know if uh <laughs> there's some some investment pe- capital pe- firms out there how, how does this work jay-z holler at your boy well it's gonna be a lot of fa- pictures of people's faces and they <clears throat> you become friends with them if you want to sit on it you know stuff like that <laughs> pretty self-explanatory <laughs> ain't that um on snapchat i don't i don't have snapchat is that did they beat me to the punch are y'all already sitting on each other's faces <laughs> in that case then i guess i guess it's snapchat i don't know uh well so much for that plan uh all right news 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 um uh where should we start oh <laughs> uh this is over but i saw it yesterday there was this guy who proposed to a deaf woman um when she actually got this device that allowed her to hear for the first time ever oh mm-hmm. it's sweet right yes yeah that's what i was thinking at first and then i thought about it it's a lot of pressure dog it's a lot of pressure you hearing for the first time ever and the first thing you hear is this man being like will you marry me you know you just learn out of here <coughs> you might want to fill your options out <laughs> see we'll see what the world is mm-hmm i can hear now i got a whole world out there i didn't know about before how i'm just gonna hear all kinds of shit like bees and mm-hmm. dogs make a decision like that all rash and shit girl you go listen to some some music go to a concert check out the symphony you know <coughs> go check out traffic for the first time what that sound like like I you don't right. know 
what if, what if, what if everybody's like oh it's so it's so romantic he proposed to her as soon as she could hear well what if she was like they're like oh is it on okay can you hear she's like yeah and he got down on one knee and he was like well you marry me wouldn't you be like oh <laughs> no nah, no actually i didn't know you sounded like that can we turn this back off yeah i really kept the voice i had in my head yeah you guys don't know everybody's like oh it's so sweet you know and that's a lot of risk for him what if she would have said no correct <coughs> she would have been like i don't know uh i'd like to hear some other options now that i can uh yeah. just uh <laughs> see what <laughs> i don't want to be with you i'm a woman with with ears now are you crazy <laughs> no i can hear now i think i'm gonna waste them all a whole life of ears on you <laughs> must be out your mind uh anyway that's why i went with it um let's see oh well back to that dude that killed uh that old man then killed himself uh he apparently he was a q a mega sci-fi and because of that he called a bunch of his brothers in the frat and stuff while he was on the run some of them offered him a place to stay um before even hearing the crime or you know as i guess you would expect um in a fraternity you know you want to be there for your brother even if it's just like and now you need to get help or here come the police whatever um at any rate because he was you know doing those cue poses and shit Mm -hmm. um claiming to be part of greek life all the time and stuff like that um the omega sci-fi people had to release a statement they put on behalf of the supreme council of the, of the members of the mega sci-fi uh fraternity incorporated we lift our sincere and heartfelt prayers and condolences of comfort to the families impacted by the recent shooting in cleveland ohio antonio f knox senior 40th grand basilius stated on his on this resurrection sunday we know that god is still sovereign <clears throat> and we will continue to lean on him for strength courage and direction since its humble beginnings on the howard university campus the omega sci-fi fraternity continues to be on the front line leveraging its power influence and more than 100 years of commitment to the uplift of our people and our communities omega sci-fi fraternity incorporated was founded november 17 1911 at howard university in washington dc and is the first international fraternal organization to be founded on the campus of a historically black college that is there more uh no i think that's it so it's like half advertisement <clears throat> for mega sci-fi and half uh sorry gonna pray for you mm. i ain't gonna paste that off the site yeah yeah that's, that that was terrible <clears throat> and i've told you this and i I, this is my first time actually hearing it because i've been hearing about it Mm -hmm. this is the first time i'm actually hearing it and the reason why they didn't come come out they ain't come out for white folks because most white folks don't even know don't even know what the fuck greek life is black greek life is the average white person um and so they did it more for black people Mm -hmm. so when you address it black people are gonna be paying a lot more attention than you know white folks white folks are and when people hear this people go okay dog you didn't you didn't address shit you didn't you didn't say nothing you could you could have just you'd have been better saying you'd have been better not putting out a statement at all honestly yeah that's they could have kept that i don't even know why they said 
yeah that that was terrible and it fell flat on his face yeah that was that's pretty horrible Mm -hmm. that was that that was terrible i don't know who they got to write that but that that wasn't good at all yep i'm pretty sure they got roasted for that because that's terrible yeah there's a lot of people being like y'all could have kept this an all-male panel runs out of time to end a controversial policy that forces women to negotiate with their rapist over child custody yep an all-male panel failed to repeal a maryland policy forcing women to negotiate with their rapists over child custody after running out of time six men sat down to negotiate a new bill at the maryland state house in annapolis monday uh night last week as part of a special committee that didn't include any female members i mean why would it we're only discussing vaginas guys you know we're just discussing uh sexual assault and pregnancy do we really need a woman's opinion on what to do with a baby uh the negotiations ended uh last past 11 p.m meaning the bill could be voted on uh voted before the end of this year's session maryland's one of seven states that don't allow female victims of rape to terminate the perpetrator's parental rights it was the ninth female it was the ninth time female delegate kathleen dumais attempted to pass a bill to change this policy uh the baltimore sun reported current rules in maryland force women left pregnant after a rape to discuss the custody arrangements with the attacker or to consult the perpetrator if they wish to give up the child for adoption why why fuck you Mm -hmm. that doesn't make any sense you violated my body and then now i got to fucking have a conversation with you about what we gonna do with this goddamn child right you gonna be in my life and this kid's life forever now um even though you're a fucking rapist right and and if i decide to keep it or not that's my choice you don't get to say someone that and i should be able to say you can't fucking see this kid you can't see me you are a rapist what are we skipping over here um and then the the audacity of six dudes to come up with yeah i mean you know i kind of agree with the other dude that uh fuck these women right that's the most insulting thing at all together people that are not affected by the situation whatsoever making decisions on people that are i i've never fucking understood that an all-male panel make a decision about women i i don't comprehend that at all and it's always been like that just because you got a dick you're going well i think and that goes back into some of the shit we talked about before about how men think they just have a right over women's body i'm smarter and more intelligent and i know what to do even though i don't have a period i don't have fucking fallopian tubes i don't have ovaries i can't get pregnant don't have to deal with goddamn birth control but me as a man can swing my dick bitch and tell you what you gonna do yep um and also sorry no problem uh also they said um one of the negotiators on the committee senator bobby zirkin told the newspaper that the state house print shop couldn't print out copies of the text fast enough that was part of the reason they ran out of time demise the delegate who had pushed for the new law was not asked to be on the committee she seemed close to tears when it seemed like a consensus could not be reached on the bill so you got this woman basically on the outside looking in she's the one who proposed the bill and the only one that legitimately could probably be affected by the bill <clears throat> and you don't even have her in to talk uh to talk about her perspective or anything yep 
uh although i have a great respect for my colleagues not having women on the committee was tone deaf uh said senator cheryl kagan uh she and another female lawmaker senator dolores kelly oversaw the group of men as they negotiated but didn't take part in the talks i wanted to watch as the conscience of women and rape survivors kagan added uh members of the committee were picked by delegate joseph valario jr senator robert zirkin according to uh, senator robert zirkin according to the newspaper both were included in the negotiators along with delegates david moon brett wilson and senator william smith and michael hugh um valerio insisted the exclusively male committee was never intended that way and told the baltimore son he hadn't asked dumas because she was the prime sponsor of the bill and he didn't think that would be impartial what it's like how that's the same logic they use to have all white juries during uh during uh trials where like it's about something racial like whoa 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 if we have a black person on this jury they'll, they'll probably be too they won't be impartial because the default is whiteness come on and in this discussion the default is to be a man right only a man can decide <laughs> only a man can ra- rationally with no bias decide if a woman should be able to have a child of the person that assaulted her and not have that person in her life and and, and the child's life you know what? It's one of those things where you was comparing um, racism and sexism. One of those things where uh, people in privilege, those, these white men, the last thing they want to do is give a woman power and authority. Because when people have power and rights and choices, they might choose not to do the shit that you want to do. And it becomes a problem because as long as you have power, think about having power you can control and once you relinquish that control what do you have over their lives how can you actually impact their lives uh and i think this is the same thing it's like if we let a woman in here she'll start talking about periods and start talking about <laughs> women's rights and start talking about how we should be equal and all this other bullshit and and lord knows we can't have her in here fucking challenging us well it's the same logic to why they have jeffrey lord on cnn right because he's not biased he's just a white guy it's van jones is biased towards racism you know what i mean it's that shit where like simone sanders is obviously biased she gets she got angry she got angry jeffrey lord was he wasn't emotional like yeah he has no stakes in this conversation right he, he can doesn't. be racist and nothing not to mention he did get emotional and 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 anger and rage and some of these other things are still emotions and stubbornness and mm-hmm. and the trolling but still we were we the person who is attacked we then get mad at for being defensive about it and that's what's one of the interesting things in these discussions is these men all went well we can't have a woman on she'll be too biased but at the same time all of us all men will be unbiased about a a thing that literally affects only women you know uh and then more importantly okay they didn't appoint one they didn't appoint a woman how come not one man said i'll step down that's the thing it it always comes like people love talking about this equality and fairness and shit and we didn't intend for it to be this way and stuff i don't give a fuck what your intentions were when it comes to certain things the end result is the end result if your intention yields another racist result then damn your intentions as well you know what i mean like what well you supposed to get credit you did the same thing you always do 
so how the fuck i'm supposed to sit up here and be like well it's okay you tried no 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 no. nobody somebody should have had the conscience to be like well i didn't i shouldn't be here you know like if uh it's like it's like how some of these cons like these comic cons all this stuff, they'll have a panel and it's like women in comics and it's hosted by four men and it's like yeah diversity in comics and ain't nobody of color up there yeah and and the problem to me isn't uh well i don't ever i don't ever want to hear one of these people speak i know there are some people that are that militant i'm not one of those people Mm-mm. but what i am is like all y'all gonna sit up there and talk about we need to hear these voices none of y'all saw yourselves and said if i wasn't here they could get a voice someone else should be here in my stead i'm gonna have to decline that's all like it really won't affect any of these men's careers if anything it'll positively affect their careers to be the one who goes actually i'm opting out and some woman should have my spot because this literally doesn't affect me and i don't feel comfortable being the person to make this decision knowing for a fact that no matter what the outcome is i it won't affect me as much as it will affect her correct that's so it's such a small thing but people just gotta it's hard to get off that podium man hard to get off that hard to take your name off that 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 initiative so you can turn around and be like i was on this committee it's just another check on your resume well i was on that committee even if the committee did something stupid and bad you can still i was at least i was on that committee it's so dumb but here we are right mm-hmm. but you let a let's say you had an all women's panel that uh decide to talk about some shit for men men would have a fucking outrage but it happens to us all the time without no problem if all women got together and said oh we're gonna talk about some shit that's going to directly in fact pack men let's get together and let's make a rule that you know that says you must have your wife's permission or uh, uh or your girlfriend's permission before you get viagra you know let's let's sit down and and, and talk about you know the things that directly impact men you know let's sit down and talk about prostates Let's sit down, you know, and, 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 and talk about things that directly affect y'all. Men will be outside fucking protesting, calling all kind of bitches and whores and, and all that kind of fuck shit. As they say, kill all men. Shout out to uh, Misandry Podcast, Ray and Marshall. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, Chris Brown punches a club photographer in the face after being paid to appear at the night spot. Is she a woman? Was it a woman? Um... I don't know. Uh, he's alleged to have assaulted the in-house photographer during a promotional appearance at a nightclub. The incident, which left the snapper with a blood occurred during Brown's paid stop in the early hours of Monday at Aja Channel Side in Tampa. The photographer, who worked for the club, initially snapped the pictures of Brown and his entourage arriving at the club at 1.30, but stopped after the rapper's team insisted no photos. Instead, the photographer took a a spot behind the dj booth telling the website tmz he was planning on shooting wide shots of the crowd brown is alleged that spotted the snapper and gone into a fury cornering him and repeatedly punching him in the face the photographer told tmz that chris jumped over a couch and punched him in the face while he was cornered uh the video footage of the man appears to show the r&b singer suddenly jumping into the corner and throwing punches while his bodyguard attempts to contain him the club's manager com- commented on the incident on his official facebook site writing incidents like this one the ones caused by chris brown and his team are very sad to see as everyone witnessed he showed up to the club around 1 30 a.m only after a few minutes of being there chris brown himself and his team assaulted our club photographer and proceeded to walk out the venue 
he insisted that charges were being brought against brown mm-hmm. and uh looking at the picture it's a, it's a dude um this is far from the first time the singers were in brown and then they go through his past so yep but he ain't got no problems though he ain't got no issues though hashtag not all men right right we're okay people still letting him cook it's weird man like i said they just gonna wait till he does something so fucked up so that, that, yeah that you right. just can't go by go past it you know right he, he he gonna uh fuck somebody up real bad he gonna hurt somebody possibly kill somebody before they go oh shit this nigga's crazy yes yes he needs help uh mary j blige said she was hacked into slandering her ex-husband and no one believes her on twitter she had tweeted out from her account or or a tweet came out from her account that said fuck at can do isaacs i fucking hate him and his whole family i unfollow him on instagram and all of my fans need to hashtag strength of a woman had uh 428 hashtag do dead day and then she wrote later hey guys i was hacked with that message about can do i don't hate him and his family nor do i wish death on him i just want this to be over you don't believe it Karen? no hmm okay um yeah it is weird like uh, hey guys i was hacked one. and this person promoted my album and yeah, talk shit about the man that is really driving me through hell i mean you were hacked but it was just that one tweet it wasn't a, like a series of tweets just just that one just one mm-hmm. you know uh so Did you have anybody investigated it was at 2 15 a.m might have been maybe she was drinking i don't know i got a feeling yep i don't know maybe it was some marketing but possibly then, now unless somebody did it on on but no that that sounds too personal she did that mm-hmm. i bet say somebody did it on you know on her behalf but i doubt that yeah if an officer stops you always be polite and never ever run away promise mama you'll keep your hands inside is it a gun is it a knife is it a wallet this is your life it It ain't ain't no no secret secret. it It ain't ain't no secret no secret my friend you can get killed just for living there your American uh rape survivors will go to jail if they refuse to testify in louisiana says the district attorney what you heard me survivors of sexual assaults are often in shock or suffering from trauma but one louisiana district attorney couldn't possibly care less if it leads to a conviction Democrat Leon Canizaro. But most of the time it don't. So what the fuck are we talking about here? Democrat Leon Canizaro explained to WWL Radio that uh, sometimes a crime victim needs to be put in jail so that, that he can get the criminal. If I had to put a victim of a crime in jail for eight days in order to keep the rapist off of the street for a period of years and prevent him from raping or harming someone else, I'm going to do that. And all you're going to do is cause less people to come forward because they don't want to fucking go to goddamn jail now he didn't explain how he would get the survivor to testify against the accused come on uh some people you can lock them up in jail they still gonna say fuck you i'm not saying jack shit well let me also say this though 
he did incarcerating someone who has done nothing wrong for eight days right against their will is coercion coercion that is it is a threat i am taking your freedom away Mm because you will not do what i say right that's that is exactly he did tell you what he would do how he'll get him to testify it's Mm -hmm. torture it's uh it's it's cruel and unusual punishment it's nowhere it's no place for a person to be Mm -hmm. that didn't do anything wrong you've been traumatized possibly through sexual assault and then also you gotta go to jail because not not the person that committed the crime against you right you, you gotta go to jail um that's like somebody getting robbed and you turn around and say victim we're gonna lock you up district attorney devin anderson in houston did the same thing last year the girl ran from the courtroom and stood in traffic in an attempted suicide attempt the new study for the court watch nola uh disputes the effectiveness of the tactic arguing that da's that implement this policy aren't taking into account the trauma of a sexual assault or domestic violence survivor canizaro said the study is sloppy the new orleans advocate quoted because the number of victims that were women wasn't accurate court watch nola corrected the number of the six people arrested on witness warrants only one was issued for a survivor of sex crime or domestic violence case canizaro said it was a small price to pay you know on top of the sexual assault that that that, whatever price that is and the trauma attached to that and And, recovery and all that shit and you reading that thing you just brought up a good point so what happened if some of these people just like fuck it i'll just kill myself before i go through this again what happened if victims just start dropping that's why you want to put them in jail so you can't harm yourself i'm 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 essentially holding on and watching your ass because you're less of a like you're less of a risk to my case not to this you know what i mean because that's all they care about is this court case if i can hold you and make you have to stay here that's fine yep uh so um yeah a new study from court watch nola disputes the effectiveness of the target uh of the tactic arguing the da's that implement this policy aren't taking it oh yeah i said that okay so um yeah rain the organization that runs the largest sexual assault hotline explained out of every 1000 instances of rapes of rape only 13 cases get referred to a prosecutor right, right. only seven cases will lead to a felony conviction seven dogs many women don't report rape because of fear they won't be believed uh in other cases the survivor might believe that it is his or her fault or that it makes her damaged goods others are fearful of being judged for something they feel wasn't their fault um so yeah that do y'all understand how astronomical that fucking number is right 1000 instances 13 cases get referred to a prosecutor but go to jail but call the police but file a report seven cases will lead to a felony conviction seven and all of that's not just people not testifying people not doing Mm -hmm. some of that's you do all that shit and the police are just like nah not not enough Mm you know what it's the just fuck you gonna lock me up for for them to turn around and set the motherfucker free yeah this ain't csi miami not to mention how many of those uh convictions are slap on the wrist convictions mm-hmm. how how many how many times do you go through all those steps and then you get that judge who goes well we don't want to ruin this young man's life you know <sighs> uh united Airlines staff will no longer take state uh seats of aborted passengers so they solved that problem yay no more awkward dragging people off of planes i'm guessing maybe no i don't know well at least not on the staff's behalf so mm-hmm. uh let's see what else is happening 
um there's a person on craigslist that wants to cook while couples make love mm-hmm. who is he eugene what do you mean remember eugene used to watch uh abraham and what you call oh, Peter. oh you're talking about walking dead okay i i, I just thought you knew some nigga named eugene I'm no like, i don't know him no uh yeah uh like to watch but he didn't like to cook during it i know he because because he ain't had nothing to cook he probably would have cooked if he could have uh seeking a couple who likes sex and italian food i simply want to come to your place when you're about to have sex i'll be in your kitchen making nochi with crab meat which is my favorite dish when you're done having sex i'll let myself out and you can enjoy this meal at your leisure you must provide the crab i'll do the rest serious people only mm-hmm. i had to say no dog you know what happened if it's nasty i can't guarantee you can cook it, oh that was your big worry okay <laughs> all right apparently i'm married to a fool y'all let some nigga in our house <laughs> next to the knives and the, no. the kitchen utensils but I'm as long not. As, but as long as it tastes good i'm not but i'm like what happened if you go through the services and you want it and you're like motherfucker you, this shit is nasty no <laughs> no buy my good crab meat for you to waste it no <laughs> uh nearly twenty thousand drug convictions were dismissed over a chemist misconduct um because of a lab chemist's widespread criminal misconduct analyzing drug samples about 95 percent or twenty thousand drug convictions in massachusetts have been dismissed according to the american civil liberties union of massachusetts uh, that is a victory for regular people for people who've been tarnished by these convictions said carl williams a staff attorney of the aclu which karen is a car carrying member of i am those drug convictions have relied on analysis from annie dukan a former chemist for the department of public health dukan work testing drug samples submitted by law enforcement agencies from 2003 till 2012 when investigators accused her of contaminating drug samples falsifying reports and mishandling evidence uh investigator says she admitted to intentionally contaminating some of the samples to turn them from negative samples into positive samples she also admitted to dry labbing in which she tested a few samples but reported the same results for multiple other samples dukan pleaded guilty in november 2013 to 27 criminal counts and in all including charges of perjury evidence tampering and obstruction of justice she was sentenced to three to five years in prison and was released last year in That's all in all the scandal cast doubt about drug testing analysis in about 40,000 cases for 2003 to 2012 more than 20,000 convictions of those remain against so-called Dukon defendants the supreme judicial court of massachusetts ruled in january that going through each of those cases will be too target soon so it ordered district attorneys to produce a list by tuesday of drug convictions mm-hmm. that they plan to dismiss in suffolk right. county which covers boston prosecutors investigated identified 15,570 viable drug convictions to be dismissed district attorney dan Connolly said in a statement in all of those cases they were corroborating facts and evidence against the defendants he said if there had been evidence that any of these defendants was actually innocent we would not have hesitated to dismiss the case outright and exonerate the defendant immediately said Conley. Mm. none of those defendants whose convictions were vacated have been in prison solely in on Ducon related cases Conley said anthony benedetti 
chief counsel from chief counsel from committee for public counsel services said people wrongly convicted of those crimes had lost jobs lost housing and in some cases had been deported right although this is a fair and just result now in many re- respects the damage has been done been daddy been benedetti said mm-hmm. just to the clean le- their records and stuff too right huh you have to clean their records and shit i don't know they i mean that's just that case i guess it doesn't sound like they're gonna necessarily clean all their records and if they had other corroborated evidence or if you committed other crimes because think about this you get hemmed up on a fake crime that can change your entire fucking life now i'm unemployable now i'm not it's harder for me to find housing uh maybe i will go do crime maybe now i am stealing shit maybe now i am selling drugs uh who knows how many lives she fucked up for whatever reason she did it and that's why i said oh this bitch got us three to five years when the people that she convicted got a lot more yeah it's it's really it you have to be an evil person to do this shit yeah she ought to go to jail for the rest of her life you impacting people's lives forever dog yeah it's uh i don't know man that's disgusting right uh speaking of disgusting military women plead to facebook to address the continued spread of revenge porn now uh if you're out here being a little too pro-black facebook will get your ass up off of there come on don't be talking about how i don't be talking about white people and they tears and crying you'll log in and but i look you off of here for 24 hours but if you want to um spread around your uh fellow uh soldiers nudes well that's just fine guys no problem with that at all what's wrong with that Mm-mm. we all love titties according to facebook you know um but yeah they uh they they're uh basically pleading with them as a last recourse uh seven weeks after the marines united revenge porn scandal broke an advocacy group for women in the marine corps sent facebook a scathing letter urging coo cheryl sandberg to do more to remove the groups dedicated to sharing non-consensual nude photos in the letter not my marine corps co-founder aaron kirk kumo a marine combat veteran of iraq and afghanistan said facebook's newly announced tools to prevent non-consensual photo sharing were a step in the right direction in steaming wide stemming widespread sharing of revenge porn however the new policy has failed to address the removal of open or private facebook groups that continue to engage in explicit photo sharing of current and former women's service members wives and girlfriends and unsuspecting civilians mm-hmm. if they want to they can just go in and just shut the whole pages all the pages down yep you know but that would take too much work but you let too many white people shed a few tears about women black particular black women lgbtq women's right black life movement people talk about how white folks is crying on their page and next thing you know they can't log in for two to three days uh-huh mm-hmm. i mean facebook can't even get the fake news off of it you know right right so not not shocked by their ineptitude or unwillingness uh to to really tackle this issue to be honest mm-hmm. um and right because let's keep it real they don't care yep uh facebook shareholders demand a report on the threat to democracy and free speech from fake news now when the money say move watch watch how watch how this works that shit gonna be you know what <laughs> I, I and i think i've seen something sometimes i'll since, since um repost stuff and sometimes i will go well that don't sound real and i'll just post it right mm-hmm. and what i realize now is uh 
I posted something and I guess it did some kind of check now where a little link, a little uh, thing will pop up and be like, this site is not real or this is fake news. Yeah, well, about time. Mm-hmm. And uh, probably because the money said do it. Shareholders. That's different. You, you see how Facebook that Inc. Quick? Mm-hmm. But people been begging y'all for years to quit that bullshit and stop people from sharing fake news because it shifted the election, but people don't want to hear that. Yep, it absolutely did. Um, let's see. Oh, not this. So there was a man, a black dude, that uh, shot three white men in Fresno mm-hmm. uh, while saying Alu Akbar, and um, apparently he had stuff on his uh, social media that refers to white people as devils. Uh, he released a rap album with violent, explicit, racially charged lyrics, including referring to himself on one song as a black soldier on uh, tuesday he stalked the streets his name is uh cory ali muhammad he stalked the streets of downtown fresno sh- fatally shooting three white men with a 357 revolver before surrendering Ooh. to the police uh he expressed hatred towards white people and the government according to the fresno police chief jerry dwyer um uh, dyer i'm sorry and local authorities said they don't believe the attack was an act of terrorism but they are investigating as a hate crime um here's all i'm saying is this i remember when dylan roof killed nine innocent black people in a church mm-hmm. and that debate raised for days even in the national media about whether or not it was a hate crime right whether or not it was a hate crime how do we really know he had a manifesto online about hating black people and people still were like i don't know that's uh that's all i got for you that's uh that was just so like they declared this shit they were like a hate crime right away you know like was somebody whine right and keep in mind dylan roof was on the run for a bit and they still were like we don't know we'll have to see him and hopefully we can talk to him and find out uh so i don't know that one uh that one was a lot when i read that story um That's right it was it was fucking with black people guys 100 100 uh all right uh i don't even know let me make sure i don't feel like doing any of these other fucking with black people stories i feel like i need a day off uh <laughs> <laughs> it's been an intense week man we talked about a lot of black ass shit mm-hmm. yeah yeah i don't want to talk about any of this other stuff uh <laughs> uh so let's uh let's lighten it up guys okay let's do some uh let's do some white people news if that's okay with everyone mm-hmm. and i'm sure it is okay let's do some white people news and uh, here we go Dust. Another one bites the dust. 
And I could not think of a more appropriate song because, um, honestly, guys, it's we got to start with that y'all's man, and we got a lot to go through, guys. I'm so sorry. I'm Unless so you sorry. Might as well change over. Oh, time to change over to the next session as yeah, well. Just a few minutes. Oh, I got a couple minutes. Okay, not yet, not yet. Um, Bill O'Reilly got fired, y'all. Another one bites the dust by Bill. Another one bites the dust. And another one gone. And another one gone. Another one bites the dust. Tommy, Stacy, and Bill. Another one bites the dust. Oh, yes. Got him. That's right. <laughs> the lesson here, ladies, if you get sexually harassed at work, all you got to do is trust in the system. Hope another dozen women get sexually harassed. Along with you. And they all report it. And then wait over a decade. And you're going to get some justice. That's all. That's, that's, that's all it takes. Trust in the system, y'all. All right, let me go to the next session now. Uh, you just got to trust. You know? Give me some more. The nigga ain't got no job. Another one bites the dust. And another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Hey. Another one bites the dust. Hey. Another one bites the dust. Hey. The nigga ain't got no job. Ain't that the truth. Mm. Karen. Yes. Want to hear a joke? Yes. Stacy Dash. Tommy Lauren. And Bill O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. Walk into a bar. Okay. The bartender says, What do you have? And they say, Water. And he says, That's it? Really? Why? They say, Because we ain't got no motherfucking job. That's why. <laughs> I'm broke. Nothing better than a racist losing their job. <laughs> Woohoo! It's a celebration. Say fuck Bill O'Reilly. Put two hands in the air like you just don't care. Come on. <laughs> See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Can a nigga get some sweet tea? Can a nigga get some sweet tea up in here, guys? Because I can afford it. Yeah. Or maybe I need some hot chocolate. I don't know. 
I don't know. Put some marshmallows on it. Fuck Come it, on. I'll pay extra. Fuck it. We'll do it at home. <laughs> Y'all got a special on wings? I get them too then. I can't even hear him over the, over that wig he got on Karen, that James Brown wig. James Brown wig. I can't even hear him. Come on. Woohoo! It's a celebration. Woohoo! Ah, so good. Mm-mm-mm. Maxine Water somewhere just sipping her tea. Guiding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's over there just being fabulous. She's probably listening to my racist getting fired uh playlist on Spotify. <laughs> she's probably she's probably getting down. Come on. I don't blame you. I'm into it. Uh so, yep. He gone. <sighs> feel so good Mm-mm-mm. suck ass nigga um but yeah he officially out at fox so so that vacation ended up being permanently so what happened he just took off and it was like you know what by the way give us our key yep uh they, they, they it wasn't the sexual harassment you guys know it was them sponsors <laughs> come on i think we're close to 100 people yeah right once they was back to selling survival seeds they said we got to change this mm-hmm. shit mm-hmm. <laughs> once once it was like i buy gold you can turn everything in for gold we'll send a package to you you mail it back and we'll give you some cash for your gold mm-hmm. when them commercials start popping up you had to uh trump administration dismisses hb2 lawsuit uh which is horrible news the aclu of north carolina and lambda legal have worked on a carcano versus mccory a federal court challenged hb2 for more than a year and a, uh on behalf of four lgbt north carolinians and members of the aclu of north carolina uh and the uh u.s department of justice uh dismissed uh the lawsuit challenging the house hb2 now of course we know hb2 was quote unquote repealed uh but it's but not really you know um it, everything just went back to normal except you can't pass a legislation even within a, a local municipality that is uh that changes the bathroom uh thing to you can go to whichever one your gender uh you know you you feel comfortable um it always feels so childish to say <laughs> but that's that's what the fight is that's what the fight is right but still that's where the fight is that is where people have drawn this stupid ass line um about the children the children are more comfortable than you are right so it's so ridiculous but uh yeah they uh they dismissed that so yep and i i would expect them to use their power to do shit like that a lot um wisconsin representative defends isp rule uh nobody gets to use the internet that's right uh nobody's got to use the internet he basically says they have a rule that um obama passed that uh kept internet service providers from selling browser histories without informing consumers first right 
yep they he voted to repeal it jennifer uh i mean representative james sensenbrenner uh and he said nobody's got to use the internet now talk about being old out of touch and privileged nobody's got to use the internet so spoken like a motherfucker with a shoebox full of child porn just someone go look in his house right do you know motherfucker you can't get a fucking job on goddamn mcdonald's without having access to the internet stupid stupid as fuck everybody's phone is on it just tone deaf and stupid i and i this shit by the way um this law follow the motherfucking money mm-hmm. i don't even know the details you don't even have to email me details don't even worry about sending me no links but it's somebody the money. want that information they want it because it's the right to sell the information right without telling you that's all so so clearly um there's money to be followed here mm-hmm. everyone no, is on the internet right you shouldn't be able just to take my information and sell it to whoever the fuck you want to sell it to and then i go on facebook and maybe a car i was looking at three months ago just popped up in the corner that's how that bullshit happens yeah uh the white house will keep secret visitor logs uh they have visitor logs they will not tell you anything about <clears throat> who's visiting the white house yeah because it's motherfuckers that's going to see trump that don't want nobody know they're going to see trump i just don't trust her Karen. what about her emails because i mean really she keeps too many secrets from me mm-hmm. why she so shady Karen? why she so shady why her family had that foundation why they got what is up with that foundation i mean it must be something to it it gotta be something to it gotta let trump in um education secretary secretary betsy devos withdraws obama era student loan protections because she don't give a fuck and that's what people been saying she don't give a fuck because i forgot wherever she was at before she fucked their school system completely up uh graph shows ivanka's sales increased by ten thousand seven hundred percent when kelly Con- kelly and conway promoted her on tv uh as outrage grows after china gave her three trademarks the same day she met the chinese president but you know them clintons man that you can't trust them you know they just get in there they're just gonna do all kinds of stuff those big meanie poopy head politics um michigan they said she was in michigan yeah it was forgot i was like wherever she was i know she took a school system to fucking pieces mm-hmm uh republican congressman celebrates the first dreamer deportation with a beer yeah that racist dude um steve king um he was so excited um that uh he got one of the people that was included in the uh, daca immigration executive actions um uh that where the president had the dream act the uh, well president obama did um he got a dude named juan manuel montez a 23 year old undocumented immigrant who was recently deported to mexico after he stopped by authorities and could not immediately provide proof of his protected status uh he said i thought if i kept my nose clean nothing would happen uh they don't he, care. yeah he said he renewed his dream of status through 2018 he's currently living in western mexico with his extended family after trying to fail him to cross back into the u.s it's not clear whether his case is the result of a bureaucratic error or the expanded immigration crackdown currently underway. Uh, according to the Department of Homeland Security, his DACA status was expired and he had prior conviction for shoplifting. On Tuesday, Montez sued the Trump administration, disputing the government's account and seeking information about why he was deported. 
uh republican representative steve king of iowa however didn't wait before celebrating young man's deportation to mexico first non-valedictorian dreamer deported he tweeted <clears throat> posted a photo of a dark foamy point pint of beer border patrol this one's for you this is the same guy that said uh americans quote unquote white people uh need to stop having babies with you know non-white people having other people babies yeah they don't get they don't they don't give a fuck you had uh obama would go away and when he's making heavy decisions and he would have a council of people and all this shit when he's making life or death decisions like whether or not we should go to war and shit like this and uh you have motherfucking trump just signing shit and people get deported just eating his well done steak hanging up the phone and we dropping the mother of all bombs mm-hmm. but what about the emails though? What about the email right? what, what about the emails i don't you know i don't know what about the emails what about you going to other countries looking like a motherfucking fool what about that though a white supremacist caught on video sucker punching a woman a, a berkeley protester um, that's y'all's man that's y'all's man uh oh tucker carlson will probably get bill o'reilly's time slot uh, who was that probably somebody was i don't know who's that yeah just imagine a racist okay um that's him uh alex jones that crazy dude uh he's in a divorce case and he's trying to get custody of his children and uh in his wife is basically using all his angry madman rantings and conspiracy theories and shit against him in court she's like this man should not is not fit to take care of a child look at him right and his defense is uh i'm just a performance artist that's what his lawyer said like i'm just making this shit up this is not how i really am so then as his lawyers making that case this motherfucker is making live videos on facebook and shit like no guys it's real i'm not a performance artist uh i'm not faking this is all real um and part of the thing that's wild about that shit alex jones and people like him are part of the reason trump got elected they're part of the everything's fake news everything is a conspiracy everybody's the devil obama is literally satan and shit like that uh, he's the antichrist and all that shit he made a living off of that that's how he makes his money that's how uh, a lot of the this news and disinformation gets spread Mm -hmm. um and so now his wife is like yeah that he really believes that and now i want my kids and he's like no it's all fake guys uh a doctor actually diagnosed him with narcissistic personality disorder um they that doctor uh testified today in court or whatever um so yeah that's y'all man white people's paranoia believing people like that got us trump yep and lastly turn left democrats will embrace bernie sanders manifesto in 2018 as they go populist after clinton disaster uh as also uh noted i want to say it was yesterday bernie sanders came out and said oh i'm not a democrat no shit so don't call me that no shit yep Eldroy Williams had a really good thread about this on social media that was basically like uh the Democrats are the side chick uh Bernie Sanders. He don't want to be seen with y'all in public, but here y'all go wanting to dedicate your whole party to him. Right, and giving him positions and shit like that, like high positions and being motherfuckers like, hey dog, I've been dedicated to this shit my whole goddamn life. He cares nothing about our party. And uh 
also this is to the grievance of black people and black women specifically the most loyal people and the base of the party keep fucking around let's keep fucking around um it's funny man they really think they can ride this bernie sanders thing and they just don't realize his tone deaf racial politics is never going to be popular with black people like they always try to skip past the fact that he lost the primary right to to hillary clinton and into this he could beat trump and i'm like how would he do it without black people voting for him y'all think it's an aberration that they didn't vote for him when when hillary was 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 campaigning you know it's not an aberration you know and it's not because uh we're so cozy with hillary really Mm -hmm. you know it's not even that because she had our problems too yeah but but people were like oh she tried out jay-z and beyonce and i said you disrespectful to the black vote motherfuckers that's exactly why y'all will never get the black vote correct y'all disrespect politically engaged sound-minded black people because you don't like that they won't vote for your favorite white man and all of a sudden now we're just dummies keep fucking around see what happens see the black turnout was down a little bit from obama it would have been down even more if it was fucking bernie he has no history with us and i'm not talking about some some march he claims to have marched in that everybody marched in in the 60s i'm talking about no current history you can keep throwing killer mike the pokemon out with you but i know you ain't returning this nigga's calls okay i know you don't text that nigga back Mm-mm. like stop so ridiculous man um and i heard his podcast sucks so um you know in other news he has a podcast uh on the brighter better things all right other white people news um uh how about this one i don't have anything against her zam malik malik's mom trisha caught up on social caught up in a social media spat over perry edwards after she gushes over son's new girlfriend gigi hadid i don't know i don't know her i don't know none of these people damn malik uh he's been we mentioned him before he used to be in uh i want to say one direction okay then he went solo okay he's a sexy one okay i remember him yes well apparently his mom trisha 47 has been involved in an instagram beef uh after accidentally liking comments critical of her son's ex-fiance perry edwards posted on the social media site she didn't think nobody would notice that right woman we have whole divisions that's all dedicated they do. to catching you slipping all they do is catch you slipping Mm-hmm. the little mix star 23 and the former one direction bandmate 24 met backstage on the x factor but broke off their engagement after a four-year relationship now zan is with Gigi hadid uh who trisha says she loves but the 47 year old bradford native responded to angry Paris fans saying i honestly don't have anything against Paris. i never have and i never will mother of four trisha posted an innocuous photograph of a bouquet of roses sent to her by the her world-renowned son and his 21 year old supermodel girlfriend the flowers are thought to have been sent to mark the opening of the beauty entrepreneur's new salon which she is opening in the northern english city uh with her sister with her daughter donia after reportedly financing it with help from zane trish captioned the, the snap from my sunshine and Gigi." plus the comment love them uh so then in the comment section uh 
things got a little bit crazy because she proceeded to like several posts commenting on the flower display but she happened to like one comment that criticized zane's former love Paris, and praised Gigi, which led to a rapid backlash from the little mixed stars millions of instagram fans see that's what happened you get caught out these little fan bases mm-hmm. you start Everybody clicking on shit hive. Mm-hmm. you fuck around and hop into the Paris hive now because your son on the day famous women Long. as the retorts poured in trish replied to several of those angered writing i honestly don't have anything against paria i never have and never will uh before criticizing social media users in general adding i don't hate paria or anyone for that matter this is the reason i don't come on social media uh because everything you do always gets blown up into some big drama the beleaguered beautician finally insisted that she had never intended to like the mean comment in the first place saying it had been a mistake in an attempt to calm the furor she wrote i didn't like this comment i must have pressed it by mistake as i was going through them so please don't say things about me mail online has contacted a representative for zane for comment because we do need to get his commentary on this guys <laughs> this is important really important okay zane's been in a relationship with the supermodel since january 2016 and went public after the stunning brunette confirmed their relationship by appearing in zane's debut single pillow talk the loved up pair who reportedly post photos together on social media have been living together for around a year zane and paris had broken up for just months before the star got together with Gigi. the relationship broke down in 2015 after a two-year engagement after initially getting back together in 2012 the former lovers broke up july 2015 with the little mix singer later revealing that her ex-fiance broke up with her via text oh zane come on wow that's what people do nowadays text oh zane and her that's bands that's that new school because you better talk to me and her fucking text and her band's autobiography our world she wrote it was horrible the worst time of my life a four-year relationship two-year engagement ended by a simple text message just like that after split with my partner out of the blue i had nowhere to go which was incredibly stressful for a while i had no idea what to do zane later denied paris version of events in an interview with fader magazine the pop star said i have more respect for paris than to end anything over text message i love her a lot and i always will and i would never end our relationship over four years like that she knows that i know that and the public should know that as well well then how did you do it buddy Come on. um i no, not your I believe her because that people do fuck shit like that. Yeah, why would she make that up? And then why, also he didn't say how it happened. Mm-mm. He just went, "Oh, come on, guys, you know I never do that." That's the that's the the true, the true calling card of a fuck nigga. Like you did it. Yeah, he did. He did you guys that. know me. Come on, that's not a defense. What happened? I'm ready to date someone new. Singer Nelly Furtado reveals she secretly split from her husband, Demacio Castellan, as she admits she's speaking out to help her love life. Oh, shit. Now, I've heard of her. She's a singer. Mm-hmm. Nelly Furtado sensationally revealed that she has split from her husband of nine years, sound engineer Demacio Castellan. The 38-year-old told Loose Women on Wednesday that she was letting her fans know, as most people think she's still married, and that it's stopping her from meeting someone uh, new the mother once said i'm single now someone needs to update my wikipedia is not helping my dating life <laughs> oh nelly she's such a card um <laughs> uh with the six studio albums under her belt the global megastar has said that balancing everything became too much for her at one point well, how are you gonna balance dating now 
her daughter from a long a past long-term relationship with jasper gahunia is now 13 but she said at one point being a mother on tour trying to maintain a relationship caused her to break down she said at the height of my career it was super exciting but i took too much on a mother on the road trying to maintain a relationship i cried on stage oh i bet you that is a lot mm-hmm. that sounds like a lot going on Mm-hmm. it's hard to be just a regular ass mama but you a mama and you're on stage touring with my daughter got very tiring i was breastfeeding on the tour bus you feel bad saying no as women your nurturers and with a successful business you feel the pressure not to say no more than our male counterparts i wrote and sung myself songs to get through a breakup being on tour it soothes me and i'm like a bird hit maker i'm like a bird hit maker reveal she learned to take better care of herself now she said sometimes you just want to sit home and bake muffins for your daughter cleaning my toilet having a moment to yourself damn she don't got no maze or nothing hmm interesting i wonder or or just maybe she means cleaning the toilet like how rich people mean it you know like i watch i watch lola do it i mean right same thing it's great to have a career uh have your career take off and have those blessings but if you don't have that time when you give and give you crash i need to stay emotionally and physically well for my daughter don't we always think we're doing the wrong thing as moms you have to have that fine line uh between who between them respecting you all right well good luck nelly out there on these streets Mm -hmm. go ahead and get on uh get on tinder and see what's up um what else is happening uh it's not true any of it sugar bear denies mama june's abuse allegations claiming she just pissed over his new marriage that's right mama june who lost some weight and uh has a tv show about it mm-hmm. she showed up at sugar bear's wedding and it was a whole big old to do she got emotional and had to go to the hospital and stuff and uh afterwards she and accused him it all mm-hmm afterwards she accused him of being abusive to her during their relationship of course they share a daughter alana honey boo boo thompson they split in 2014 after he got caught cheating in late january he married jennifer lamb after dating for just over a year the abuse allegations are not true he said june is saying these things because she's pissed at me i never hurt any kid on monday page six published an on-camera interview with mama june which reality star said of her ex it's time the world sees him for what he is uh lauren pumpkin shannon's eye buckle was caused by him because he got mad he so many emotional physical scars with the kids what is up with them having these people on tv what is the vetting system oh like i guess it's like we want a dramatic family it's like well some of this drama is caused by real pain you guys keep stumbling into these scandals in these families because these motherfuckers are not okay You know, especially with her, it's like, hey, once they basically cancel Honey Boo Boo, that was your that was your money train right there. Yeah, apparently in October 2012, Pumpkin, then 12, was taken to the hospital for suffering an eye injury. At the time, it was claimed Sugar Bear had tossed her a set of car keys, expecting her to catch, and instead it struck her in the face. And now she's saying he hit her. Um yeah the 37 year old who found fame on tlc's here comes honey boo boo also alleged that alana 11 
uh has a strained relationship with her father sugar bear who appeared close to honey boo boo when he she was a bridesmaid at his wedding to jennifer insists he is not the villain in the piece i had text messages where i text june and try to talk to alana but no response back from her the last time i saw alana was at mine and jennifer's wedding i've tried to stay in touch with my daughter but june won't let me june's a damn liar i would never hurt alana in any way and who knows you on that reality show shit i no mm-hmm. idea and at this point they got to be desperate to stay on the air right stay relevant mm-hmm. both parties uh back and forth between the former couple began after it emerged that june's estranged eldest daughter anna chickadee shannon had left her husband in nearly three years and moved into sugar bears georgia home according to radar online the 22 year old left the marital home in alabama uh after the split and returned to her hometown of mcintyre georgia where her former stepfather took her in honey boo boo and her family were thrust into the limelight after appearing on the episode of beauty pageant show Tyler's and tiaras in 2009 three years later the family was handed their own breakout show here comes honey boo boo but this was canceled in 2014 and men reports that mama june was medically involved with a former child sex offender Following the cancellation, she and Sugar Bear attempted to patch up their relationship with a stint on the marriage boot camp before going their separate ways. Mama June, it's like their whole life is reality TV at this point. Mm-hmm. Mama June recently underwent a dramatic weight loss with a little surgical help and is currently starring with her in her own relationship, Hot to Not, uh, on w- on Wee TV. Wait, don't you mean not to hot? I don't know. Anyway, white people shit. Yeah all white people shit yeah i know how it is um let's see uh we'll do one more okay uh how about this one portland tries to get residents to let people live in their backyards in return for a free granny flat faced with intractable homeless problems officials in portland are thinking inside the box a handful of homeless families will soon move into a tiny government constructed modular units in the backyards of willing homeowners portland officials are looking for four backyards to place its accessory dwelling units what some people may call a granny flat or a tiny home minus the wheels under the pilot program taking effect this summer the homeowners will take over the heated fully plumbed tiny houses in five years and can use them for rental income the project called a place for you is believed to be the first in the nation to recruit stable residents to address a homeless crisis that's gotten so bad the city last year declared a state of emergency and made it legal to sleep on the street portland has an affordable rental shortage of twenty-four thousand units and nearly four thousand people sleep on the street in the shelter or in transitional housing each night residents just passed a 260 million housing bond but it will be two years before those units are ready said mary lee the director of Multnomah County's New Idea Lab, which developed the concept. We said to ourselves, what does FEMA do when they have to house 10,000 people after an earthquake where they grab a bunch of trailers and they plop them in the field? Well, there's underutilized space in people's backyards. What if we provide a lower cost but very habitable option in people's backyards? About 200 homeowners have signed up to learn more about the project that was first made public this week by the city's alternative weekly paper becca and kevin love i mean becca and kelly love were some of the first to express interest becca a social worker and kelly a counselor sees the impacts of sky high rents firsthand on their jobs uh working with low-income students at portland community college they live in north portland and areas struggling with homelessness just because you don't have housing it doesn't make you a bad person and more likely to be a bad tenant in fact you'd be a better tenant because you'd appreciate it said becca love 
we've been trying to think of a way to help it out in our community because we do have privilege but we didn't want know what to do housing officials are still ironing out many details but they will buy the first four modular units with three hundred and sixty five thousand dollars in government money and a charitable donation the 20 the 200 square foot units under consideration will be large enough to house an adult and one or possibly two children all families will be screened and the homeowner and tenants will sign a lease that spells out what behaviors won't be tolerated yeah i mean this seems like a good solution and also one of the whitest solutions i've ever heard yeah one of the whitest solutions i've ever heard yeah because yeah and then you can rent out the house later so it's like you're bringing in money after five years you know yeah that's true yeah 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 because i just i just feel a lot of different ways about that but yeah Mm-hmm. i wonder how you get well i wonder what the screening process is that and also is one of the things too just like anything else just like because people are human is racism gonna play a factor as i said when i applied it very gently oh okay well i'm not being i wonder what the screening process is Mm-hmm. yeah are we gonna be no niggas because you know that area is predominantly white it's a lot a lot of white folks live up there it's a black population but it's a white population white white beyond as far as your eye can see so that matters too and then you said they uh decriminalized uh uh sleeping on street uh yeah right and and that's you only do that in white areas now if it was niggas they'd be like they would ratchet it up and they would say lock more niggas up or brown people up but because they white people y'all allowed to actually live on the street you have other cities where they have a population of brown people be a latino mexican they brown they pass laws to say no you can't be out here on the street there you have it guys okay um all right last thing before we uh let me get out of here uh, we gotta do sword ratchetness um uh, let me get to my sword sound effect um there we go A man has been charged over Townsville sword attack. Townsville? Sugar. Spice. Sprite! Uh, Townsville what, USA? <laughs> Alright. A man has been charged after a Townsville teenager was stabbed in the neck with what was believed to be a sword to 18-year-old victim who police say could have died if neighbors hadn't rushed to his aid as he stumbled down Cook Street in North Ward uh in north ward is in uh critical condition in townsville hospital after ongoing undergoing surgery the injured man's flatmate an 18 year old north ward man has now been charged with one count of acts intended to cause grievous bodily harm over thursday's attack he is expected to front the townsville magistrate's court on april 15th detective sergeant brendan stevenson on thursday said two swords were found at the property and initial initial investigation showed the young man was stabbed with a sword in the neck region all right guys that's it we are done we'll talk to you tomorrow if you're a premium Mm -hmm. uh if you're not see ya wouldn't want to be ya until then i love you i love you too